All eyes, defence and diplomatic, are on the Indo-Pacific. An increasingly assertive China has the world on edge and the region has featured heavily during the Foreign and Defence Minister's trip this week to France and the UK. Here's the Foreign Minister, Penny Wong, in London earlier this week. We must always remember that if conflict were to break out in the Indo-Pacific, it would be catastrophic for humanity. Penny Wong speaking at King's College. UK High Commissioner Vicky Tradell joined the talks between UK and Australia and joins me now. Welcome back to breakfast. Thank you very much, Patricia. It's great to be with you. Our two countries are looking at more training exercises in the Indo-Pacific. What will they look like? Well, it'll be a range of things, building into existing exercises that already happen on an annual or biannual basis, making sure that there is an increasing British participation in that, you know, from the five powers defence arrangement as a classic example, these are annual exercises, but also looking at what we can do together in support of other countries. What sort of support for other countries could you could you provide together? Well, if we look at what we are doing right now in support of Ukraine, something both your ministers um, attended on the Salisbury Plain with my two ministers yesterday, where British and Australian and other international partners providing training to Ukrainians, brave Ukrainians, uh, to equip them to be able to see off Russia's egregious um, and illegal invasion of Ukraine. But it comes down to, you know, other aspects of work that we can do closer to Australia, certainly in the Pacific, around maritime security security um, and how we can work with Pacific Island countries on that from capacity building through to um, new technology and how to use it. Penny Wong talked about the catastrophic risk of war in the Indo-Pacific, but but isn't joint training exercises between the UK and Australia likely to inflame tensions with China? Not at all. This is about working with partners who want to improve their own sovereign capability. Let us be clear, our ambition and the work that we're embarked on and much of the discussion between our ministers today is about how to secure a peaceful and secure world where disputes by rules um, is the way forward, not by might, that you don't win because of size and um, coercion. What we want is an open, stable and prosperous uh, region, indeed world, where everyone is respectful of sovereignty. And it is a sovereign right for every nation to have the capacity to defend themselves and to have the appropriate um, assets that act as a deterrence you know, so that they are not attacked, that they are not put under pressure, that they're not forced to make choice. Our Foreign Minister Penny Wong also said during her visit that Britain needs to confront its colonial past. But the UK Foreign Secretary, James Cleverlease, has pushed back, pointing out that he is the Black Foreign Secretary of the United Kingdom of Great Britain and that the Prime Minister, Rishi Sunak, has Asian heritage So is Penny Wong wrong? No, I don't think she's wrong. I think the way 
that reference in her speech was taken um, was not a fair reflection of the context in which she was making it. Um, you know, from my point of view, and don't forget, you're speaking to a British High Commissioner of Asian ancestry herself, like Penny Wong, born in Malaysia, migrating to Britain when I was eight, uh, that I am someone who's proud to represent Britain and its values. All nations have to understand their history. They have to address their past in order to build the relationships of today and to project our modern face. And indeed, you know, that was a point she made um, today at the press conference at the end of the formal talks. If you look at her and my foreign secretary, James Cleverly, we are a projection of a modern multicultural environment. Both our nations are proud of our um, history proud of our diversity and inclusion, and that people in our country of any race, gender, persuasion can, with aspiration, uh, with support, with encouragement, rise to the most senior levels. You know, the Britain of today uh, is a consequence of our colonial past, but the Britain of today also is a reflective of how we have embraced our diversity and our inclusion and reconciled ourselves to that history. And in building our relationships with countries across the world, that is part of our journey, part of those new uh, modern relationships that we have. And if we take the Commonwealth, a membership of 56 nations who trace their roots in that membership to a colonial past, yet choose to be a family of today with a contemporary agenda. So much so that what the Commonwealth stands for are values, uh, a rules-based system uh, that governs the world, democracy as the way to deliver leadership for any country, that countries without a colonial collection with Britain, such as the Rwanda, have become members of the Commonwealth. And at the last Commonwealth Heads of Government meeting, Gabon um, also joined. Um, you know, so it is about a modern proposition. Whatever the foundations of the past, it's evolving. It's about moving forward. It's about having a partnership of equals. Um, last year, the Australia and Britain, through our British Council and DFAT, uh, ran an amazing cultural programme, which was all about who we are today and embracing each other for our modern reality, um, whilst we understand and reconcile our historical past. Uh, Penny Wong herself said in her wrap-up uh, this afternoon, you know, Australia and the UK share a history. But we also share interests, we share values, we share sense of shared purpose, and we face today's strategic circumstances as one of a modern partnership. Look, uh, sort of an adjacent issue that's, I suppose, linked to the notion of col colonisation and, and the legacy in Australia is this debate that we are currently having around the $5 note. King Charles will be uh, will not be on the next incarnation of the five dollar note. Indigenous history, Indigenous heritage, instead, will be represented. 
Our own opposition leader has described it as a woke decision, but what's your reflection? Is 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 the UK offended that the that King Charles wouldn't be on our five dollar note? Not at all. You know, it is for Australia to decide uh, what it wants on its coins, on its notes, um, and indeed, you know, you are a realm in your own right, and it is for Australia to determine what its relation should be within your own constitutional monarchy. Um, And, you know, Britain is relaxed about that. We have um, our own position and our own relationship with uh, the royal family. uh, And we wouldn't dream of imposing or indeed having views or commenting on what Australia chooses to do in their own right. Now, uh, obviously, AUKUS is is key here. The defence ministers have been taking stock of the AUKUS program and the defence minister, Richard Miles, will be making a decision on that imminently. What sort of progress did they make on this visit? Look, progress has been made over the last, um, what would it be now, 16, 17 months. The whole purpose of the joint study group was to look at the complexity of this issue and what the options were and what would lie behind each of those options. So, of course, we discussed it, but it's a separate process uh, of the joint study group. They're near to conclusion. Um, The options will be for the Australian government to decide which one and what is the best way forward. But as our own ministers, and particularly Ben Wallace, has made clear as our defence secretary, we, this is a trilateral partnership. It is about how the UK and the US can equip Australia with the capability that it is looking for um, in terms of its own deterrence and its contribution, going back to my point earlier, of a peaceful and um, secure world that, you know, for the Indo-Pacific to be open, stable, prosperous and respectful of sovereignty. There are some concerns over Australia's interim capacity. It's still more than a decade before the first nuclear submarine enters the water. Is that a concern shared by the UK? I wouldn't put it as a concern. I think we recognise that there is an interim capability gap and part of the joint study uh, process is to look at what the options are to bridge that gap between now and um, a solution coming through uh, which will be part of um, Australia's own sort of um, ability to deliver that solution. Thank you so much for joining us. Not at all. And by the way, the atmospherics were brilliant. And, you know, if you needed proof of the strength of our relationship, the last 48 hours um, is absolutely the, the proof that our relationship goes from strength to strength. This is a deep and historic relationship, but one with modern purpose and modern focus. Uh, and we look to the future with huge positivity. Hi, Commissioner. Hi, Commissioner. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. UK High Commissioner Vicky Trudell there, and you are listening to ABCRM Breakfast. Find more great ABCRN stories that take you beyond the headlines on the ABC Listen app.